Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Check out today's episode where we continue with putting love in right order so that you in this season can come to understand how the frustration and the sorrow, the pain, uh, and maybe the self-revelation of your own failure to love will be able to work for you. Let him love you. Take a listen. I hope that it helps you to go deeper in your process with the Father. Hey, it's great to be together again. I want to talk today about putting love in right order. Now, I'm recording this the week of Thanksgiving, and I am so mindful of how this is the time of year that all of us are taking stock, if you will. We are looking back over the year. We may be, you know, elated and very glad about how all of 2019 has gone, or we may be devastated because of things that have happened and things that have not happened. And this is such a time of year where everyone is assessing where they've been and where they're going. And it is such fertile ground for deep assessing and deep comparison to others and and, uh, measuring yourself up to your own standard or to someone else's standard. And it can be such um, a crunch time when it comes to how we assess ourselves and value ourselves and everyone else. And we may be in a furious, furious pace right now to try to make everything good in our families and to make sure that we have good holiday gatherings and so many things coming at this crunch time when it's coming to the end of the year. And I want to say to you, stop, (laughs) stop right now, stop. And let God put love in right order inside of you. Or at least make the decision that you are not going to let comparison and assessment and your view of how it's going um, to be the gauge of your entire life and of your worth. Stop and let God be the one to love you. Now, I encouraged you in this in our last podcast. I'm going to definitely encourage you again because you cannot hear this enough is to simply let God love you because that is the very first step in love being put in right order is no longer trying to get others to love you um, or even trying to just draw self-love from your own self for yourself is God is love, and He was always meant to be the source of our lives, the source of our love. And when His kind of love begins to be the core source of our lives, then we begin to have love put in right order. It was never meant to be that you would have to earn it from others and work and perform, be cute enough, perfect enough, organized enough, fun enough, 
for others to want to be with you. God, my friends, chose you out before the foundations of the world in love, in Christ, that you might be to him a fully maturing son. This is what it says in Ephesians 1, 4, and 5. And we have the opportunity right now, if you stop all that madness that is swirling about, that only you really know about, right? Only you know what's really going on inside of you. Everyone else may look at you and say, oh, wow, look at their house. It looks so beautiful. Look at their family. Look at them. Oh, well, you may be the envy of every other person except you. And you may think if everybody knew what was going on, they would never envy me. And yet we're satisfied with the good external look. But God is always looking at us inwardly, and he cares for us inwardly. Man is uh, looking at the outward appearance. God is looking at the heart. And God made you, and he chose to love you (laughs) before you ever showed up. And that kind of love that God has for you, and I I just want to speak so personally to you, the love that God has for you, my friends, you are not in charge of that love. You do not perform for that love. You do not earn that love. You do not deserve that love. And it is a love that you must choose to receive. This is why pride is crucified in those moments when we simply sit and say, okay, Father, I'm going to let you love me. And you begin to invite him in. I think this is the perfect time of year to be doing this. Please don't wait until January 1st to to determine that you're going to let the love that God is and the love that God has for you be the bedrock of your entire existence. Make that decision right now, today. Now, I also want to make sure that, uh, and I hope you've listened to the previous podcast on putting love in right order but I do want to make sure that you understand because I believe you can handle truth better than you can handle anything else. If you're born of Jesus Christ, he is the truth. You can handle truth better than you can a lie or someone trying to coddle you. I want you to know that when God goes to putting love in right order, it is no small thing and it is not for the faint of heart because he begins to work deep within us And when we are experiencing disappointments in our love relationships, frustrations in our uh, family gatherings, when we are experiencing what I think is probably the best and deepest part of this work is the self-revelation that you are a love failure, that you have failed to love as God loves This is what has been the greatest revelation for me and probably the most painful, but the most necessary and the most productive in my whole life. And I would never encourage you to go somewhere that I haven't gone and that I'm not going currently right now. Because this putting love in right order, I would have to say probably is an entire life work. This doesn't happen Uh, And you may make the decision today, but let me assure you, it's not going to all be done within the next few weeks, that this is a lifelong journey that we go on with him. And yet he begins so deeply within us and begins to take us 
day by day, you know, week by week, season by season in our life, that we would grow up in love, Ephesians 4.15 says. So if you're experiencing frustration in your love relationships, if there may even be sorrow and, and deep pain that someone isn't loving you the way that you have loved them, that things have not turned out quite the way that you thought that they would, you might be moving towards the self-revelation that because you have failed to receive the love of God, then you are failing at loving others the way he loves them. Now, please don't take Christian lessons from the devil, okay, at this point. Do not begin to fall back on, oh, yes, I should just accept everyone the way they are, and I should do it this way and that way. So I'm not talking about just flipping to the other side of human love. I'm talking about going deep into the love of God that doesn't love like humans love. It doesn't have its core source in a conditional love that if I do right by you, then everything will be fine. Okay, that we've got to let God really love us for us to learn what does God really mean by love. Now, this is what I'm describing to you. Okay, again, if you're listening today, but you didn't listen to the podcast before, please go back and listen to it. Is the scripture that I'm bringing this from and the book that I am um, have been reading for years. Uh, the scripture is Song of Solomon 1.4 in the Latin Vulgate translation that says, He brings us in to the wine press to put love in order within us. He's always beginning inside of us. God does not put a demand on you to love others until you know the love that he has for you. You can't even love God without the love that he puts inside of you and the love that he has for you. God, this is wild. I said this the last time. I'm going to say it again today. The love that God requires of us, the love that God commands of us, He fully supplies that love. He is that love. And he pours his love into us. And out of that deep reserve, that deep reservoir of love within us, then we draw from that uh, love that we are letting him love us with. We learn that love. And then now I have love to give you, God. I can love you and I can love myself and I can love others. And because its source is in God, you do not have to fear that it's going to uh, cause you to focus too much on yourself. Too many people are trying to not think about themselves and then they can't think about anything but themselves. You know, we work very hard. I'm going to put others first. You know, maybe this is your New Year's resolution. I'm going to love others better. I'm going to love others, you know, and prefer others over myself. Okay, my friends, the only way that you can do any of that is because you are letting God love you. This is how Jesus lived as the Son of Man. He let the Father love him deeply. And he knew he was loved and tended to. And if I can say it this way, he was fat and plump in his soul, all right, because he lived out of the spirit. He received the love of God in spirit, and it nurtured uh, and nourished his soul. And therefore, he had plenty to give. We martyr ourselves. Human love causes us to martyr ourselves, and we're secretly so proud of it. And yet, when it's not 
returned in that same way. It starts to turn bitter. It has unfulfilled expectations of other people. And so therefore, a lot of people that are uh, appearing externally as self-sacrificing and so loving and so people-pleasing deep down. They got rage bubbling and brewing and they're in self-indulgent things and all of that because we cannot think more highly of human love than we ought. We need to experience God who is love. Let him love us. He nourishes and nurtures us. And then because we are full and we have plenty, now we are able to give. We are able to love him and love others. This is what 1 Corinthians 13 says in the Amplified Classic, that we are able to love God and others because of the love God has for us and the love that he has put in us. This is God putting love in right order. So we must determine to know the love that is God himself. And so In the Latin Vulgate, let me make sure I get back to this. The Latin Vulgate, Song of Solomon 1-4, he brings us into the wine press. This is, my friends, that crushing, that squeezing process that we go through when God begins to show us what's really going on inside of us. That is why, my friends, that in the midst of frustration, in the midst of the sorrow and the pain that things are not what you thought they would be. Maybe you've lost that loving feeling, which I want to say to you is a good thing in the sense, in the grand scheme of things, that when you can't rekindle that human love, that could be the best days of your life, though they may seem the darkest. Those can be the best days of your life because God has truly brought you into the wine press. He wants you to see things that only he could show you. And I have to be very careful to not try to dictate what that might be when he brings you into the wine press. I just want to be a voice that encourages you in those difficult, dark times of frustration and sorrow. Those are the times of the self-revelation where we realize our own love failures. And it's not so that we can double down and try harder. All right. Now, the whole month of December, I'm going to be doing podcast on shame season is over. So stay tuned for those because that's also a part of love being put in right order. But it's our, our focus is not to try harder, my friends. It is to give up on human love in all of its ways so that we can begin to deeply receive the love of God. So that frustration, that sorrow, that self-revelation, the difficult circumstances the places where friends have disappointed and they've maybe wanted to spend time with other people and not you and your rejection is just inflamed right now. I want you to listen carefully. I I do not want to treat this lightly. I do not want to just gloss over it. I want you to hear what I'm saying to you is that that is a part of when God is bringing us in to the wine press. Now, that doesn't mean that God is causing your friends to inflict pain. That doesn't mean that God has caused your family members to be unfaithful. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that God knows that eventually that human love is going to run out. And he is present. And he is there. Not to make things um, go the way you think they should. But he will use every inch of that to, to awaken you to his love to awaken you to who he is to you, 
to awaken you to the season of decision because God does not force, God does not manipulate, God does not guilt nor shame, but he does awaken you. And sometimes an awakened person is, a, is an angry person. Sometimes an awakened person is a person who realizes this is so painful to face truth at this level, truth about myself, truth about those around me. And we begin to face that truth as we awaken that no human can do for us what only God was meant to do for us. My friends, if you could have that understanding, it could begin to set love in right order. It is not, I need to get another um, group of humans. It is not, I need to try harder to perform. I need to lose weight so people will love me. I need to do this. I need to do that. No, my friends, it's an awakening that comes to you that you could awaken to the fact that you've been drinking out of the wrong fountain. That for your entire life, and these are not small things. This is why I said this is not for the faint of heart. When you realize that you've been drinking from a fountain all your life of self-love, of a human love that can never truly satisfy, my friends, it's a time and a season to turn to Him, collapse into Him, cling to Him, Take hold of him. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here recording this and I'm thinking, Father, you know where every single person is that's listening to this. You know where they're at in their thoughts. Go to them, Father. Saturate them in your love, in your presence. This is what I want to cry out right now. I don't want to just give you information. I want you to have him. Because I know, according to the word of God, and I know through my own experience, I know nothing else will satisfy. No pat answer from some person. No, um, you know, um, um, no amount of just human encouragement can touch us as deep as we need to be touched deep within. And my friends, that's why Holy Spirit lives inside of you. They knew our need. They created the need. They supplied the need. And they are present to meet the need deep within you. God is not distant on a throne in heaven. God sits on his throne in heaven. Jesus is at his right hand. And the Holy Spirit, my friends, because of the Father and the Son in heaven, have poured out the Holy Spirit into you that he might then pour the love of God into you deeply and personally and get to places inside of you that no other person could go. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. There is the power and the presence of him and his love for you. This is what Romans 5, 5 says. And, you know, you're free to go out and seek again from humans that which you long for. Or you can determine, wherever you're listening to this today, if you're driving in your car, you're sitting at your house, you're at work, you've got your earphones in, and everybody else looking at you in the office doesn't have any idea that you are having a literal moment with God right now. But right now, you can whisper within you can say to him, love me. I will let you love me to the deepest core levels. Set me free by your love. Take me into the wine press. Make sense of this frustration, this sorrow, this pain. 
Show me where I have failed, Father, to let you love me. Show me things, Father, that no person could show me. And all of this, my friends, comes because the Father desired you. He chose you out before the foundations of the world. Jesus, the Son of God, Son of Man, came, came to do everything on the cross that you could be literally delivered from the old system of earning love and the old system of sin and deliver you into their kingdom, their world, their way of love, their way of life. And then when everything was finished and perfectly done, then they poured the Holy Spirit into those who would ask him and receive him. My friends, we celebrate at Christmas that a child was born. And at Easter, we will celebrate that fully mature son who gave himself so that the door between the Father and you could completely come open in the perfect way. And that way is made for us by the cross of Jesus Christ. You see, my friends, God doesn't just love you and forgive you and say, oh, I forgive you because I love you. No, because he loved you, he sent his son who had to die a death so that all could be taken care of. Every sin paid for, every failure dealt with, everything. And this is a part of God putting love in right order in us is that we can no longer be held by guilt for things that we did not do, by manipulations. We cannot hold other people by guilt and manipulation. I, I have to, I had to be asked this question at one point, and so I'm going to ask you, do you really want um, a love that you have to work to keep going? Do you really want a love that you have to tell yourself lies about to keep um, moving in that particular relationship? Do you want that, or do you want to be loved by God in the way that you were meant to be loved that then will begin to set everything else in right order? I had to be asked that question, and it was an eye-opener for me because there was so much fear in that human love. If I don't do this, they're going to leave. If I don't do this, they're not going to like me. And the, the quiet, subtle, ever-present fear that was at the very base of human love when it was uncovered by the Holy Spirit in my life, it was quite a time. And I realized most of what I was doing externally, most of what I was um, working towards and doing for others and all of that underneath was a subtle, it's like being on a low boil. And and it was um, always driving me rather than being loved by God, letting him love me, and then that source of, of his love within me began to grow. Therefore, I could love him. I could love myself properly, all right? And then I could I had some for others. And I've had to, to, to mature in this over the seasons of, of all these years. And let me assure you, I'm in it again. That's part of why I'm focused on this. And I want to encourage you to determine to know the love of God and say to him in this season where everybody is assessing, how did I do this last year? And trying to, you know, determine how much better they'll do the next year. All of that swirling that's going on, all of that 
hoping that someone's going to give you the right gift at Christmas and hoping, you know, it's what my husband or I, I usually would say this to him, you know, that the day of atonement, it's like you've treated me, you know, roughly all year. You better make up for it at Christmas. You better make up for it on Valentine's. You better make up for it on on the anniversary. And, and so I call those like the days of atonement. And finally, my husband and I came to the point and I told him, if you treat me good 364 days out of the year, that's okay if you miss the anniversary. But that's not the way it normally is, right? Normally, it's all maybe difficult. And so on those days, you know, we... We just so hope someone's finally going to show us the love, you know, the way we want to be loved. And we've learned our love languages and we've learned this and that. And we've just, you know, and and I'm not saying there's not some value in that, but the crux is, do you know the love that God has for you? Because that's why he brings you into the wine press to put love in right order, because that is the crux of him, he wants to love you, and he wants to be the source of your life. He's not going to go out and get others for you so that you can keep ignoring him. He's going to keep using those frustrations, those sorrows, that pain, that that uh, disappointment that you may have in yourself and in others, and he's going to use that to draw you to him. Because, my friends, this is the crux of our life. This is how we were meant to live being loved by him and out of that love, loving him, ourself, and others. Those are the greatest commands, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and to love others as you love yourself. So these are the, are the core things that then begin to produce real, true discipleship. Because Jesus said, if you don't hate mother, brother, sister, child, and even your own old life, then you can't really be my disciple. You see, what he was saying is, if love is not put in right order, then you can't really follow me and you can't really live like me. And that's not some weird way of living. That was the only way of living that God ever meant. But when sin and hell got in, in it flipped the whole thing and brought in this wretched, toxic uh, form of human love. So my encouragement to you as you listen to this podcast on putting love in right order is let him love you. Let him love you his way. And do not try to measure how he is going to love you based on what you have thought love meant. Because that is where we get into a lot of trouble, my friends, is we have had this picture of love, what we thought it was going to be. People are gorging themselves on Hallmark movies and romantic chick flicks and, and, and watching all this and pornography, you know, all of that. Men and women learning about love from places they, that don't know anything about love. And we need to come to love himself. And let him love us and let him teach us what he means by love. And then love will be put in right order. So, Father, right now, for every person listening, every man and woman, I pray that they will let you love them. Because I know you love them. And I know that you are present to love, present to put things in right order. 
And I thank you for your presence, Holy Spirit, that you will speak, that you will reveal, that you will uh, talk with them in ways that they will be able to understand. Let your presence fill their car. Let your presence fill and flood them. Bring them at the end of this year and into the next, at the end of this decade and into the next. Let them walk in deep, confident love as they walk to the end and step into the new. Do not, Father, do not allow another day to go by that they don't at least hear you. I don't know if they'll choose you, but they must see you. They must hear you, and then they must make their decision. So I'm trusting you, Holy Spirit, to bring the love of the Father and the Son, to bring that to them in ways that will open them up like never before. Let the power of the cross be working to put love in right order. Let the wine press become not a place that they run from, but a place that they let you lead them in so that all of that frustration, all that sorrow, all that self-revelation where they see their own love failure, that it will be put to good use and it will work for them. And it will not have the last word. You will have the last word. You're the Alpha and the Omega, Father. And I thank you. You're the beginning of them and you're the end of them and you're everything in between. So pour the love of God into them now. And I'm trusting you with their lives, Father, in Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. This is my heart, my friends, that you would be able to walk in great oneness with the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. I want to see their heart's desire come to pass. I want them to get what they want. And they want you, my friends. They want the you that they made in Christ before the foundations of the world. You've always been wanted. You've always been loved. There's always been a plan. Now, make that decision. Make that decision that you're going to let God love you, and He will put love in right order. He will do it, my friends. So seek him out today just by a simple whisper or a shout, whatever place you find yourself in. And please know that here on Tent Talk and at Nancy McCready Ministries, that we love you as we've been loved. And if there's anything we can do, just check us out at nancymccready.com. All right. Love you all. If you'd like information on how to put Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.